You can go. Welcome back, guys. This is episode three of season two. I'm joined with our co-host, Gare. And Sahara. This week, we got Mr. Tom Meckelson joining us. This should be a great guest. So, okay, so to start, Mr. Meckelson, we usually have our guests, tell if they're teachers, tell us background info about themselves, how they got to Iowa Valley, what they do here. Okay, well, this is my 33rd year at Iowa Valley. Wow. It's the first teaching job, first real job I had out of college. I went to college in Pennsylvania. I grew up in Southeast Iowa. I grew up in Ainsworth, Iowa, went to Highland High School and decided to go to college out of state, just to have some different experiences. Went to college in Pennsylvania and then decided to come come back to Iowa. And everybody told me, you know, you're gonna be a science teacher. You won't have any problem finding a job. Uh, but I did have a problem finding a job. Didn't find a job till about a week and a half before school started. Oh. Um, but anyway, I landed at Iowa Valley and Dr. Doherty was principal here then and he, and he hired me so I've been here ever since, so that's kind of, kind of how I got here. Who is it? You or Mr. Who's the person who's been teaching here the longest? In the high school building, I have been here the longest. There are people here that are older than I am, but as far as you know, yeah. years of of, yeah. of teaching right now, yeah. that would be me. Yeah. That's what that's what we were discussing at lunch, and we yes, thought it was you. That'd be correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And so. I feel like you've coached like everything at least once in your I life. I have coached quite a few stuff. At, the, at this point right now, um, I'm the advisor for National Honor Society, so that's the only like extracurricular yeah. uh, role I have right now. I have coached uh, junior high football, junior high volleyball, junior high girls basketball, junior high boys basketball, and I was assistant varsity baseball coach for 10 years, a long time ago. And I don't... And did, I was prom advisor yeah, for a while, too. Say, yeah, I was prom advisor. Prom? Yeah, so, I did that for a long time. So basically, any future <clears throat> Iowa Valley students, or even current Iowa Valley students, if you want to know anything, this is your guy right here. That's your best chance of figuring it out, because he knows just about everything, <laughs> it seems like. I have been here for a while. Yeah. He knows all the ins and outs. How'd you get into J-High Volleyball? <laughs> oh, well, that's kind of a, a long story, but at the time I was doing uh, junior high football, and I was actually getting paid half as much as what the volleyball coach was getting paid. At that time, Paul Savari was a junior high volleyball coach, and um, he was moving up to help out with the football program. And Dr. Doherty asked me if I wanted to do junior high volleyball, and I said, I don't know anything about junior high volleyball. <laughs> and he said, well, Mr. Savari didn't either, um, but we'd like you to do it because we need someone to do it, and um, you're going to get paid twice as much money, and we think you do a good job. So... <laughs> A deal That's that deal, story there. Yeah. <laughs> what was your uh, favorite thing that you've coached? Uh, by far, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. I just, I just enjoyed the, you know, the game of baseball. I'm a, you know, if you ask me, big Yankees you know, what's, fan. Yeah, big Yankees fan. What sport <laughs> I follow? It's going to be baseball. So, yeah, that was by far the, the one I enjoyed uh, doing the most. So. When we were in New York, which was a year ago actually, mm-hmm. every time I'd see like anything Yankees, I'd be like, Mr. Meg. That's his team. Yeah. And Justine got me a New York Yankee coffee mug that I drink out of pretty yeah. much every day here, too. So, yeah, I'm a big Yankee fan. Yeah. Who's your favorite player? Um, oh, man. Like, of all time, probably Reggie Jackson. Yeah. What about current? Current? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Yeah. 
Hmm. It's so, nukes. Yeah. How it's many, a long ball. How many MLB stadiums have you been to? I don't know for sure. I've been to quite a few. I think I've been to over half of them. I've been to a lot that I guess have, they've built new stadiums there and stuff like that. So my brother and his nephew did like a five-year tour, and I think they got to every single one of them except Miami. Jeez. So, but, yeah, so I've been to quite a few. I usually just if I'm on vacation and a team's in town, I usually try and, try and go. Yeah. So, yeah. Another little fact about Mr. Michelson. You've been to all 50 states, haven't you? I have not been to all 50 oh. states. Ha- I have not been to Hawaii. Has <clears> someone <throat> in your family been on to 50? I don't think so, no. Oh, I thought maybe you just seen this. And I haven't been that. to North Dakota, which seems kind of weird because that's pretty close. <laughs> and I'm kind of unsure about Delaware. Huh. So I don't think I've been there, but there was a chance when I was in college that I maybe was there. So I've been to 47 <laughs> for sure. You've huh. been to Alaska? I've been to Alaska, yeah. We I did a like cruise about five years ago. Up there, yeah. I feel like so at one point she was saying there is one person in your family that has been. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. You guys have been so. like everywhere. We've been a lot of places about. though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> How many different countries have you visited? Oh, Canada, Costa Rica, Haiti, Mexico, Mexico, and Italy, Spain, yeah. Switzerland, France, mm-hmm. England. So I don't know how many that is. Vatican City, I guess it's a, is its own country too. Hmm. So, yeah, about half a dozen, I suppose, maybe a little more than that. Just lives an eventful life. Yeah. Kind of so crazy. I didn't travel a whole lot when I was a kid. We didn't go on any vacations, and I just kind of decided that's where I'd spend my money. Go see some places. I feel like so. that's kind of what I want to do when I'm older, too. Yeah. Like, just travel. Yeah. Yeah. Like last year uh, for Christmas, or maybe two years ago, I don't really remember, instead of buying us all, like, presents, my grandma just, like, paid for all of us to go to Tennessee. So... And we were like, well, this is more fun than just getting presents, like going places. Yeah. Sometimes traveling and making memories is yeah. is better than, you know, having material things. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so we have some <laughs> questions from students. Oh, wow. Okay, the first one <laughs> is your favorite experiment and why? My favorite, like, experiment or demo? My favorite experiment or my favorite demo? That's, a, that's two I different guess, ones I guess there. you can hit them both. No. Oh. I think probably one of my favorite experiments we just did in chemistry class, it's called volume of a mole gas, and it's just, you're doing a chemical reaction, you're collecting gas and using, you know, some fundamental, I guess, chemistry equations, and we usually get really good results on it. Huh. So that's one of my favorite labs I suppose to do. Favorite demo's got to be Fireball, for but, sure. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like, yeah. Like, what, two years ago when it just, like, went crazy? Went crazy and yeah. set off the heat detector and the yeah. fire alarms were going off, Yeah. So that was good stuff. I like the egg but one when you get to throw it as hard as you can. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the shower curtain, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of so. – uh, last year we made a group chat for our <laughs> physics class because we wanted to win the food drive, which we did. Yep. And I think we won again this year to our class. I think you did too. Yeah, yeah Mr. Rover's class, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Our grade, no big deal, has been four-time champs <laughs> for the NHS food drive. Anyways, we made a group chat, you know, just to keep track of how many items we had because we, we were – win in that thing but we just kept using it for physics so there's like videos of him throwing eggs videos of pierce and aiden like hitting the symbols that was a good one yeah that's a good one too yeah i think yeah. someone in my class missed the curtain and like hit your wall that's happened a few times so <laughs> <laughs> i've had some good baseball players miss the curtain hit the wall so <laughs> sometimes i just kind of like that'd be so embarrassing but <laughs> the egg drops fun too yeah the egg drops a good one too me yeah. and Stephanie or Jordan? I think it was Stephanie. We uh, we passed the egg drop. 
Did you guys? Have yeah, you done that, Garrett? Uh, what class is it in? I usually do in physical science and physics. I'm so in we'll probably physics, do in physics right now. Yeah, so we'll do it probably after Christmas sometime, yeah. Huh. So. Should have seen me are, catch are the air rocket, though. First try. Are you doing any <laughs> grab bags this year? Is this like a thing that you're bringing Yeah, we are going to do it this year. I think we'll do it for sure in um, AP Chemistry, and I might do it in Physics. So, huh. Yeah. So I usually get that going after after Thanksgiving break. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always a fun one, too. Okay, the next question is, what is your favorite class to teach? My favorite class to teach has got to be a chemistry class, chemistry or AP chemistry. Yeah. That's what I majored in in college, and it's kind of my, I guess, I don't know. Your it's forte. what I love the most, yeah. So... Uh, the other the other day, like last week or something, we were just talking in the senior lounge about um, ice cream or salt. I think it was ice cream. We were talking about ice cream. And then we were talking about how you make ice cream because Chubbs has this thing where he likes to think of just the weirdest ice cream flavors. So we were talking about his potential grape ice cream he wants to make. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about how to make ice cream. And then he was like, okay, then you put the salt in it. And then we were like, why, do you, why is salt make ice cream colder but melt ice so then we went to mr michelson's room six hours because we knew you he remember had prep. That was about three of you guys that came in there yeah because yeah, we knew he like had prep and he gave us a whole short little mini yeah. lesson over. Yeah. yeah he like drew on the board and everything it was crazy yeah. and now we know so there you How go yeah. okay the next one is they want to you to talk about more about nhs and what you do what is it because some people don't know nhs stands for the national honor society and it's a national organization but it's controlled at the local level. So if high schools decide to you know, have a branch of the National Art Society, they make up kind of their own um, rules or bylaws for how people get inducted into it. So um, the four pillars of the National Art Society are scholarship, character, leadership, and service. So for students to be considered, they have to be either junior or senior at Iowa Valley. They have to have a grade point average above 3.50, cumulative grade point average. and that means they're eligible to apply and then there's a short application form they fill out that kind of lists some of their activities and um, things that they've done in in high school so far and um, it's an option they don't have to apply if they don't want to if they qualify for that but if they 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 do choose that then the um, faculty of Iowa Valley will then um, try and think it's it's not really voting it's not really ranking but they'll give each student a score between one and nine in the areas of service leadership and character then um, you know so seven's like definitely above average and five's average and they'll give them a, a score between one and nine for those and then if they average like seven in each one of those categories then, then they'll be inducted in the national honor society hmm. yeah and I, I guess the two big projects we just got done doing the annual food, food drive you were talking about yep and we delivered the food over to the uh, presbyterian church iowa county food bank this morning and then in the spring we do the community service day so um, we'll have to get that ramped up here and kind of planned and organized in for the, for the spring. When did they start that? Like when me and Evan were in junior high? Oh, wow. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I think I've only been in eighth grade. The National Honor Society kind of became, we kind of did some, I guess, revamping or some changes um, last two or three years. So I've only been like in charge of it for the last uh you know, two years, mm-hmm. and we just had just different ind- individuals. I mean, Mr. Bowen and Mrs. Barron's did it for a number of years, and just different teachers would, you know, yeah. organize it. So I don't know how many years we've been doing. That's a good question. If at least like since I was in eighth grade, every single year we've done it, except for the COVID mm-hmm. year, because it's usually year, yeah. like in May. Yeah, we usually do it in May. Yep. What What have you guys done for it? Last year I went to the elementary. 
It was pretty fun. I ended up just playing with recess or at recess with little kids. Uh, my seventh grade year, I went down to the MRC fields. I remember because Zayden had his broken leg. Oh yeah. And I had to push him in his wheelchair all the way down there. I had to leave like 15 minutes early because I was pushing him down there. Oh my gosh. Last year, uh, I think I went to the baseball fields. Maybe I don't know. Wait, no, last year I helped Mrs. Kilgard. The year before that, I went to the baseball fields. Yeah, the one year, it was the same day as district track, so I went to the baseball field and just sat there because Grohl told me not to do anything. <laughs> huh. I've gone to, like, the softball field, and then we, like, organized the, the prop closet because it got destroyed, and we were, it, it needed a whole team to come back from that destruction from just J-High kids and just other events, but... And I've been to, like, Jordan and Kylie's grandma's house. I don't even remember all the places I've been. Yeah. There are a lot of places. I think we yeah. actually done longer than I was thinking. Because I know some years we actually did it in the fall. I remember that. Doing, like, raking leaves and stuff yeah. like that in the fall. I don't, I know, I don't like think that Two years? That was, I don't what? think we were here then. Yeah. But, yeah, because I know some years we have done it in the fall. So. Yeah. So it's probably around longer than I think. I... I feel like there's a lot of things that, that we do at our school that other schools... I feel like we're always doing something in other schools. I never see anyone post about that. Like, trick-or-treat with the Tigers and Winter Wonderland and then, like, the Community Service Day. Maybe they do and they just don't post about it, but post I feel that. like... No, yeah, we have a... I just think we have a lot of neat things going yeah. on in our school. Getting students involved in different things kind of out of the ordinary, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know... The reason we were able to do this podcast is because of our broadcast class, which just kind of focuses on social media and filming and just technology and things like that. So every week we make a kind of like a fake, well, not fake, it's real news, news cast for the whole school to watch, and it has like little segments. And when <laughs> It's Mr. Krugel. Oh, my gosh. One of the news segments that we created <coughs> this year is called Breaking Good, which is kind of a playoff of Breaking Bad. And if you didn't know already, Mr. Michelson is the host of Breaking Good. So you want to tell, tell us about that in case anyone hasn't seen it? We're like, yeah, sure. Come? So yeah, I guess Kate Osborne was the one that uh, approached me about it. So it doesn't really have anything to do with Breaking Bad, the, the TV show. <laughs> um, so I did watch all the episodes of Breaking Bad. That, so was, that was another question. Yeah, it was kind of Has interesting. You, yeah. Uh, yeah, someone asked if I remember you'd I, actually seen that. I don't know. There's like, I don't know, like six or seven seasons of yeah. it or something like that. But I probably started like three or four times. And, you know, I mean, if you don't know the premise of the story, I'm, I'm going to tell you here. Uh, but there's a, there's a chemistry teacher that has uh, cancer, and he's got a wife and, I don't know, a kid and maybe another kid on the way or something like that, I think, is, is what it is. Yeah. and. He's got, you know, terminal cancer. He's going to die, and he doesn't have a lot of money. So he decides to, you know, go out and, you know, start making uh, meth and then selling it to get a bunch of money for his family. So when he dies, they're going to be, you know, taken care of. And then anyway, he doesn't die of cancer, and we have, like, you know, seven more seasons of it, I guess. <laughs> but when I first started watching, it just seemed kind of like, I don't know, like kind of like dark and morbid and stuff. But I know I had a lot of kids ask me, you know, Have you watched Breaking Bad? And my father-in-law told me it was a really good show, and I ended up, you know, watching it. I think it is a really good show. So, a lot it's of just different fiction. dynamics yeah. between... Evan previously told us that's his favorite show. Favorite show. It's peak so. fiction. So, it is, I mean, I don't know, just interesting dynamics between, you know, the characters and people and, I don't know, problems that come up and trying to resolve them in unusual ways. So. Yeah. But anyway, Kate approached me about doing Breaking Good instead of Breaking Bad. And yeah. 
So I usually try and do, I think we're doing about every other week, mm-hmm. and try and do an interesting, I don't know, demonstration or something, something, a little wow factor to get, you know, kids a little bit excited about science. And sometimes more than others, I give a short explanation for, you know, what's going on or what's doing there. But we kind of keep it, you know, short and simple. And I think it's more of an entertainment value probably than an educational value. But I think there's a little bit of both in there. I've had a yeah. few, like, adults tell me they love watching that because they had you as a teacher. So they're like, oh, it just brings me back. <laughs> so I've had some days. adults tell me yeah. too, you know, see someone big G or something like that. And they say, oh, I saw you breaking good episode. <laughs> stuff like that. That's, so. uh, sometimes I, I get caught off guard when I'm in public and then someone says, I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, well, thanks. Yeah, it's <laughs> out there. So. Yeah. What's been your favorite breaking good episode? My favorite breaking good episode so far? Yeah. Probably the, the first one with the thermite reaction. So, the, the I don't know. I almost think maybe I started off too strong there, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. um, you know, the weather was nice when we go outside and do that one. So, yeah, I think probably the, the thermite in the flower pots was a good one. So, yeah, I had, the, I think, one. three towering flower pots. I've never, I've done usually just one flower pot, but yeah. I just thought we'd just go for it. And we got three of them stacked up and then got the thermite in one to ignite the, the two below that then. Yeah, so that was a really good one. Yeah, that was actually crazy. I wasn't expecting it. And I was recording. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like. Like, just a lot of stuff going on. And I was like, oh, should I maybe back up? But <laughs> I, I didn't. I just stayed there. Yeah. Did you not do that one in chemistry? We did it last year yeah, in chemistry. I don't remember. Maybe oh. maybe we yeah. did. I just, we did a lot of stuff, though, so. I remember I kept a little piece of the the aftermath. The iron afterwards. The number one thing I remember from chemistry is when we, like, changed the color of the penny. I kept that for a long to time. Gold? I oh, still yeah, have that. Gold, yeah. my da- I gave it to my dad. He has it now, but. Mm-hmm. At least I think he still has it. I don't know. That's a good one, too. I like that. Kind of got like a little souvenir when you're done anyway. Yeah. With that one, you turn the, yeah. the penny into brass. Yeah, it looks like gold. Out of the three of us, how many of us have you had our parents? Or at least one of our parents? Well, um, Garrett, I know I had uh, your mom, Sarah, in class. And your dad, I don't think I had him in class, but I had a bunch. of. He was a senior my first year here, and I had a bunch of uh, seniors in study hall. So I don't He's think an old I, guy. I didn't have him actually as a, as a, as a student, and unless you count that for study hall. My, Evan, I don't think I had either one of yours, and I had both Jock and Mandy in class. My so, dad was you know. in seventh grade. My mom was a junior. That's weird to think about. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. So. But then they like got old, so then it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. you're right. The stories of, like, so. people, like, being married to someone, like, 10 years apart, that's just and so... That's like my mom and dad. They're not, like, 10 years, but they're pretty close to 10 years pretty apart. Close years. Yeah. That's crazy. What else do the people want to know? Uh, okay, number one question when I, when I said, guys, what should we talk about Mr. Magulson? All of all them wanted to know is, does he actually know how to make meth? And I was like, why does everyone want to know that? That's so weird. Okay. The answer would be no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um... So Breaking Bad, that premises yeah. is a little off that just a chemistry teacher would just know that. I think there's ways to find out probably. But I mean, I think, I, I think I've got enough chemistry knowledge, you know, that, yeah. you know, if you got the recipe or whatever, how to cook it, that, you know, it probably wouldn't be that difficult Difficult, probably to do it. I've never really investigated it all, though. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I mean, like Google search histories of how to cook meth or yes. anything like that. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for for me, I guess. I don't know what else they want to know. Because they said, have you seen Breaking Bad and could you be on it? I mean, we know you've seen it, but 
I've seen it. Yeah. I don't know if I could be on it. Yeah, he doesn't. I'm not really a real fit. great actor, I guess. I don't know if I fit the part of or or like the Walter qualities. White Heisenberg. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, you're not bald enough. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Nope. So. Huh. Uh, well, I guess we could talk about the two half marathons you ran. Oh yeah, I back yeah. to back. Yeah. So what do you want to know? How was that? How was training for it? How was actually competing in it? It was it was really good. I think it was really good for me to do. I had probably I'm trying to think here, probably about I don't know nine ten years ago. I'd done a half marathon and done a full marathon, and then a few years later done another half marathon. So um, running something I've always kind of enjoyed doing. I was out for track in high school and usually ran half miles and ran miles and stuff like that. And then when I got to I guess adulthood, I just kind of you know quit running and stuff a little bit. And then, I don't know how many years ago it was, but um, when uh, Mr. Bowen uh, came to Iowa Valley, I think he coached boys basketball for one year and then he started coaching girls basketball. And right before the girls basketball season, he started having a 5K for a, a, a girls basketball fundraiser and trying to get you know kids doing a little bit of running stuff. And he encouraged a lot of the staff to you know, try and participate and run a 5K. And I thought, oh, that won't be that bad, you know, and stuff. And, I went out the first time I ran, like, I couldn't even run a mile. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had to, like, stop. I was like, oh, my word, I don't know if I can do this. Because, like, it was a little over three miles to do that. But there's a number of people on the staff that were doing it and stuff like that. So I kept running and, you know, did the 5K. And I thought, wow, that's, you know, that's kind of neat. You know, ran three miles, like, all at once, you know, and stuff, which is probably pretty close to the furthest I'd ever run, like, at one time in my, my life at that time, you know. And I, you know, enjoyed doing it and kind of, you know, found the, you know, passion kind of running. I, just something I've you know, enjoyed it. Gives you some time to yourself to think about stuff. And so for a number of years, I just, you know, did, you know, a number of 5Ks in the, you know, summertime. The hospital's got one. Mr. Bowen had one. And find, you know, about a 5K, you know, every weekend someplace. Hmm. And then after a while, I just kind of thought, you know, about running a half marathon, you know. So I thought I could, you know, I could probably do that, you know, and stuff. So, you know, train for it. And then the next year I thought I'm just going to try and do, a, you know, a full marathon. And what shoes did, that. did you wear? So, did your feet hurt? Not really. Not too bad. Yeah. I used to run in Nikes a lot, and now I run in, I don't know if you call them Saucony or Saucony, but I oh, usually yeah. call them Saucony is what I normally run. I run in Brooks a little bit, but Saucony is kind of my But the half marathons didn't hurt your feet? Not too bad. No. I've heard of, like, some people that have, like, I don't know, they, when they run a lot, they, like, lose their toenails and things like that. So, nice. Which just seems kind of, like, painful, and I've never really had that. That's what I heard was like the worst part about running so, long distance. It's just your feet and feet. shins hurting. Mm -hmm. So I had like one toe, I guess. I don't know if I like bruised it a little bit or something like that, but I had one toe that was a little tender, but it wasn't anything that was like, you know, painful or anything like that. So, but yeah. it seemed like for me, it was my calves that gave me more problems, sometimes cramping up and things like that. So. So how did that work? Did they have like hydration stations and stuff? They did. Um, Normally, when I run like a half marathon, the weather's pretty cool like it was. I, I normally don't drink at all or stop at all. So if you're running like a full marathon, you obviously have to be doing that. Or if it's hot outside, you know what I'm saying? If it's, you know, yeah. more temperature. But but anyway, yeah, I did the I did the two half marathons, the I-35 Challenge. So I ran a half marathon in Kansas City on a Saturday and then turned around the next day on Sunday morning and then ran a half marathon in, in Des Moines. So... Hmm. Which but city did you enjoy more running in? Kansas City, yeah. 
Is that because the good barbecue place there? Yeah, probably the good barbecue is a different place. I've done a lot of other races in Des Moines. I don't know, Kansas City was just a little bit more scenic and just, I don't know. I just enjoyed the run more, I guess the course more there, a little bit more to to look at and stuff. But, yeah. So as far as training-wise, I normally would run three miles on Tuesday and Thursday and then do long runs on Saturday and Sunday and just try and increase my mileage every Saturday and Sunday then. Yeah. Did you weight train at all? No. I've just never been much of a, I guess, a weightlifter, yeah. So, mm. yeah. I don't think after high school I'll probably be lifting much weights anymore. Like, I'll still work out, but, like, lifting weights, not my thing. More of a cardio type person? Yeah, or, like, I don't know, just, yeah. Like bands or just, like, yeah. stuff without weights? Yeah, just stuff without weights, pretty much. Body Keep looking weight. at the door. Body weight. Mr. Kriegel keeps smiling in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what he does. He's very good at distracting people. Mr. Kriegel, yeah, sometimes. when we said we were going to have you on, he was really excited about that. Was he? That. Yeah. Oh. He thinks you're the coolest. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think Mr. Kriegel's pretty cool. Huh. So, we got a lot of cool teachers here. Yeah, I actually really do, do like all the teachers here. Yeah, oh, speaking of all the teachers here, didn't you meet your wife? Did you meet your wife here? I did meet my wife here, yeah. yeah. I've been here, I think, two years, yeah, and she was a new Spanish teacher. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's where I met. She actually grew up, like, 30 miles from where I lived. She was, would have been a couple years younger than I was, you know, in high school and stuff, but we never ran into each other. Schools were in, you know, different conferences and things like that. Yeah, but yeah did meet her here. She went to Mount Pleasant. Oh, yeah. Mr. Bowling. Yeah, Mr. Bowling's from Mount Pleasant, yeah, exactly. Huh. Okay, so you should tell us, yeah, now that we're on the topic, you should tell us about your family and your kids and stuff. Your yeah. kids do a lot of cool things. Yeah, I guess they do. <laughs> so I've got three kids. I have my oldest um, son, Thad, is presently in Boston, and he graduated from MIT this past spring and got a degree in mechanical engineering and is presently uh, looking for a job in the engineering field. I and have a go ahead. Did did that actually get a thirty-five on the ACT? That did get a thirty-five on the ACT. That's insane. Yeah. That is so, insane. That is pretty pretty insane. Yeah. Did you ever take it? I did take it. Yeah. I think I got a twenty-seven. Yeah. Still good. Yeah. And Jalen got a twenty-eight, so she's always held that yeah. over me. <laughs> she's a little bit smarter than I am. <laughs> so, and then my middle child Jalise uh, graduated from Dort University up in Northwest Iowa this past spring. And she moved to Florida and is teaching third grade there presently. So this is her first job and decided she was tired of Iowa winters and wanted <laughs> to go someplace warm. So she's in Sarasota, Florida. And then my youngest daughter, Justine, is a senior at Iowa Valley and uh, is going to also go to Dort University and be on the, the dance team there. Does she know? Year. Oh yeah, she's gonna be like a park ranger or something? She, yeah, she wants to be a park ranger, yeah. what she wants to do. So right now she's planning to major in environmental studies that's fun yeah. stuff. So. Didn't yeah, cuz didn't she do her like something in the summer with a what was that? Yeah, she's done a she did volunteer work at the um, Herbert Hoover yeah. National Historic Site yeah. a couple summers ago. And this last summer she did an in- internship at Lake Iowa. Hmm. So she's, she's ahead of the move game. Away to do that. I don't know for sure. I have to ask her, I guess. So, we'll just kind of see. Yeah. See what happens. So, where is where in Florida is Jalise located, like north? Sarasota. It's on the Gulf Coast. It'd be just south of uh, Tampa. Oh, Little okay. boys, yeah. 
That'd be a big adjustment from Iowa to Florida. Yeah. I feel like making friends would be weird. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, when she was, I mean, she was a little bit nervous, you know, moving that far away from home, you know. Um, but I told her, you know, if she was, you know, moving to like, you know, like Fort Dodge, I wasn't going to take a third grade, you know, position there. There'd be a lot of the same things. Yeah. She doesn't know anybody in Fort Dodge. She's not just going to, you know, drive home every and see weekend. mom and dad every weekend, you know. So there's a lot of it's going to be, you know, the same wherever you go for your, you know, first job. If you're not, you know, right around here and you don't have family and, you know, people around, so. Sometimes, yeah, no, she was pretty brave to do that. Yeah. Sometimes I think I want to go far away, but then I just don't know. It's a tough decision. These decisions mm. making is hard, especially when it's like... Big life decisions. Yeah. And that, since, you know, we're getting older now, we have to, like, make more of those and stuff. Yeah, you do. So, <laughs> but you can... It's not permanent. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. You know, so if you decide to go to college and you say, I'm going to go to Iowa State, and you go to Iowa State and it's not the right fit for you... I mean, you don't have to stay there for the next three years. You can go, you know, someplace else that's, you know, you think is going to be a better, a fit. better fit for you. And if you decide, you know, you're going to major in business and you don't like majoring in business, you can, you know, switch your major up to biology. So but I think it's important to remember just a lot of these decisions you're making aren't, I don't know what to say. They're not permanent. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. That, you know, things, you know, don't, you know, work out or, you know, fit with, you know, your personality type that you can always – you know, mix it up or switch it up and, you know, do something else. So me and Evan are me and Evan are moving away to the same place next year. Yep. You Where are you guys going? You and I? That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. Garrett, do you know where you wanna go? I'm also thinking about you and I. You and I. But so yeah, I haven't really thought much of it <clears throat> other than that. Do you guys have your like majors picked out or what you think you want to go into, Evan? Yeah, I want to be a business teacher like Mrs. Business O'Neill. Business teacher like Mrs. O'Neill, very good, yeah. You and I have got a very good education program. Yeah. Very I do. It's also good because they're a good business school, too. Good business so school, like yeah. So. Best of both worlds. <coughs> yeah. So, Sahara, what are you thinking about? Um, Probably like sports management or just management in general. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to do something. She with wants s- to boss people around. Well, <laughs> just very like good at that. <laughs> Not true. Always <laughs> yelling at me for no reason. <laughs> Ev can... I can attest. No, just something with sports because, I don't know, being a wrestling manager here, I liked it a lot, Mm -hmm. and I decided that I could probably make this a career. But I also thought about, like, sports, like, broadcasting kind of. Like, you know when you're, like, watching ESPN and then there's, like, those people sitting at the table and they're talking? I just think that would be fun because it's, like, that's kind of what this class does too. It is a little bit. Yeah, you're exactly right, yeah. And then when we go to, like, meets and stuff and I get to do, like, the computer stuff um, for wrestling, I don't know. It's just fun to me. So mm-hmm. That's good. Something along those lines. I think it's always a good idea if, it, if it's possible to, you know, whatever you choose for your career, something that you, you know, enjoy doing. Yeah. You know, it just makes, you know, life, I guess, happier if you enjoy going to work every day. Yeah. So, yeah. The main reason I want to be a teacher is because, like, kind of like you, I want to, like, have free summers and be able to travel mm-hmm. and then I also like I feel like if you're just around kids during Christmas time it's more fun more fun being around kids at Christmas time and then you time. get like two weeks off that's I also just want to be a coach but yeah yeah what's good a coach for like both football and basketball like what or just everything probably track and football hmm I, don't, I always thought you were like a big basketball guy but now I'm thinking like it's more football and track no, yeah no. I don't know I Basketball is still really fun. I just don't think I'm good enough to coach it. Huh. 
I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, I think he'd be a good basketball coach, but I don't I know anything about basketball. Right. Don't sell yourself short, Evan. He, he taught volleyball, and he knew nothing about it, so. When did I teach volleyball? No, no I did. He, he oh, did. Yeah, he I did. did. Yeah. I was going to say, what? Yeah. <laughs> How'd that go? How'd your season go when you didn't know anything? I mean, it went all right. I mean, the, the game of volleyball has changed a lot since then. I mean, at this time, there was no, like, MRC volleyball record. There's oh. no club volleyball. So, for basically every, you know, junior high girl coming in in seventh grade, this was her first, you know, volleyball experience. So, yeah, the sport of volleyball has just changed and developed, you know, so much, you know, whatever, over the last 30, that would 30 be some rough. years. <laughs> if yeah. it was their first time and it was your first time doing yeah. anything about so, the sport. But we made it through. So That's a short season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be something. When was that? When was that? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh. I came here in ninety ninety one, probably like ninety two, I suppose. Oh, it was like right there. out. Yeah, it was right pretty out. close out of there. Yeah. Fresh out the gate, he's ready to coach <laughs> volleyball. So, who? Yeah. Who joined you? Like, that's still in the school. Who was the first to join you? That still stayed around. Well, in the in the district, I'm. I sometimes have a hard time remembering, but um, Deb Henry, the third grade teacher at the elementary school, I'm almost positive she came the same year that I did. And I think it, I think it's probably eight in the district, and I could be wrong in that, but. Hmm. How long were you here it. when Mr. Wick got here? Um, I think he came after, he and Mr. Cooling came the same year. I think that was, I'd been here three years then. Huh. So maybe four years, somewhere around then, yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Henry was my third grade teacher. Shout out. She's the best. I had Shade. I had Mr. Shade. I remember in third grade, Mr. Shade's class tried to prank us, and they told us that they had a whole student that just was not real. Do you remember that? What? I think he named her, like, Abby or something, because he would be, like, when we would be switching from science and social studies, because Mrs. Henry did social studies, he did science, and we would switch, and we'd walk past each other. He would, like, purposely say, like, Someone make sure they like help Abby with her planner, and then everyone would just like giggle, and then we'd be like, "Who's Abby?" And they're like, "You've never seen Abby." I don't know if that's actually what they named it, but I'm just saying that. But yeah. and then come to find out, this person's not real, and they were just pranking us. I remember that Mr. Shade had like a class pet, and then I remember like I liked it, and then the next year the grade below was someone let it die, and I was. Crying. I think yeah, that was Kylie. Yeah, someone. Someone. Wait, was uh, it Kylie? I, I, I someone dropped Chloe in the headshot. It was Kylie. It was Kylie. I'm pretty sure it might have been. And then <laughs> Mr. Shade tried to keep his cool, but it it was a bad day from there on out. <laughs> oh my we god, We also that got some bad memories there, man. We also <laughs> got mice for his class. Two white mice. I've never had a class pet ever. Oh, but then I, I had a hedgehog a couple years after that, and gave it to Mr. Shade's class, which I think it was like Chance Mason's and Skyler's class, mm-hmm. and it only lived like a week there, so <laughs> I don't oh, know no. what that was about. It Mr. might not Shade have been has there. a bad track record <laughs> with pets, I guess. How long did the mice live? Well, they were there our whole year, our whole third grade year, <laughs> but it was between mice or a tarantula, and Ew. all the guys wanted a tarantula, but the girls, there were more girls in our class, so we got the mice. Yeah. Have you ever had Imagine if that got out. That'd be awesome. I don't remember. I, well, in second grade, we had, like, I think guppies, maybe. But, and sometimes I think, and it's not a class pet, but in first grade, we 
we did like an avocado tree. We planted like an avocado tree. Huh. I think it stayed alive till like we were in fifth grade or something like that, you know. And a student would take it home like in the summertime and take care of it or take it home over Christmas break and stuff like that. So, yeah, so we had an avocado tree for five years, but I don't remember any other class pets really. Hmm. Didn't we have, oh yeah, well, a lot of people do, but like the butterflies. When was yeah, that? Yeah, I think every first grade. Yeah. yeah. We also did the, the egg hatching in first grade. Oh, that? yeah, I remember that because they're in Mrs. Ritter's, weren't they? Yeah. We had eggs. Oh, yeah, chick, put chickens. It in the, yeah, yeah, put it in the incubator. Mine, unfortunately, did not hatch. <laughs> I was a sad little first grade boy. <laughs> I remember in first grade the, the, chick <laughs> the FFA kids coming, and now, like, we're those people. I feel, I always think, like, I remember being in seventh grade, and when I, like, looked at the seniors, I would be like, those people are, are old and big and now that i'm a senior i'm like geez i do not feel i do not feel like i'm old enough to go to college yet which when i go to college i'll only be 17 and i'll be like there for a while before i turn 18 which is kind of crazy to me not even an adult yet and i'm living on my own which i know people do that but like to me i feel like i'm not old enough yeah i feel like everybody was just like massive and now i feel like we're small have you like kind of seen that like kids getting smaller throughout the years you mean like physically smaller? Yeah. yeah. Like shorter, less like stocky. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that much, I guess. Because I, I, just like in terms of football, like like just the team like four years ago, they were all huge and now I feel huge. like we're small. I don't know. That's a good question. And I feel like people younger well, than us are just smaller too. I mean, like, we have Caleb, but. Yeah. And Nolan. Yeah. But like everybody else, I feel like is smaller. Like Hayden. Yeah. He's tiny. He is. He's his own person. Or like Robert. Robert, yeah. That's a good question, but I don't know for sure. I know, like, every time we see, like, the Waco football team, I always think they just got a bunch of, you know, like, farm boys on there and stuff. They're big boys. You know, I don't know, like, bailing hay and doing stuff like that and whatnot, I guess. They didn't really, like, when we were watching And that might not be true. I mean, all their big boys might be from, you know, from town, too. You just don't know, but it's kind of what I always think of when I see their football team. Yeah, Yeah, like, what water are they drinking there? So, yeah. When we were watching them play uh, in the dome, they didn't seem that big, like from the stands. But then once you're lined up across them, you're like, "Oh yeah. my goodness!" Yeah, they got some big boys. <laughs> yeah, it's just like look up to them and be like, "Jeepers!" Did you think about playing any sports in college, or not really? Not really. I was probably average athlete just in, you know, high school. I probably could have run track in college, but didn't want no, to. I just didn't. Yeah. Hmm. Does everybody here know the Flavor Flav story? Flavor Flav. Flavor no. Flav. Don't you don't know the Flavor Flav story? I don't. Maybe I do, but maybe they don't know it. I don't know. It's a classic story. I know, but I don't know what the moral of the story is. Oh. The calculator thing? Yeah, the, I know the story is. I just didn't know what the moral of the story was. What, well, what's the story? Well, the, I think it the was. story is that I think I usually bring it up when we're doing some type of like math problem in chemistry or physics. And a lot of times, students, whatever they get in their calculator, just always assume since they use their calculator that that's got to be the right answer. And I know sometimes, like in elementary school, I know what grade it is, third grade, fourth grade, you do something called ballpark estimates where you try and like oh, estimate yeah. what the answer is. And a lot of times I tell kids if they would do like a ballpark you know, estimate in like chemistry or physics class, they would kind of come up with a general idea of what the answer should be or ballpark what the answer should be. And the Flav of Flav story is, if you don't know, the original Flava Flav always wore like a big like clock 
on some type of chain around his neck and stuff. When I was in college, there was this Domino pizza guy that had a calculator. It wasn't a chain, it was like on a, I don't know, some yarn or string or something like that. But we always called him Flavor Flav because he had this big calculator, you know, around his neck, kind of like Flavor Flav had the, had the clock. <laughs> but anyway, he had the calculator because he, he couldn't do like simple math very well. So like sometimes you'd order like a, I don't know, like a cheese pizza and you'd give him, you know, like $6 or you give him $20 and the pizza costs $6 and on his calculator you type in, you know, 20 plus six and he'd give you $26 back, you know, plus the cheese pizza, you know, and it's like, I mean, like everybody obviously knows that, you know, that's not the right math. Um, but I think we got, you know, kids and students that, you know, come up with answers in the calculator and say, well, this has got to be the right answer because my calculator, you know, you know, gave that to me. And sometimes we just don't, don't use common sense and kind of, you know, think through it a little bit what the answer, you know, probably should be, should be close to on there. So, so would you huh. just call and be like, can I get Flavor Flav to del- deliver my pizza? I don't think you can pick your Domino's pizza delivery guy. I think just whoever comes, comes. So did you get him? Did you get him multiple times? Yeah, they. I mean, I don't know. They probably have like I don't know half a dozen or ten kind of normal delivery guys it seemed like. And so yeah, so you just one of them to mix. What town was your college in? It was in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Is that so like the eastern or western? It would be in western Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was probably about in I don't know sixty miles north of Pittsburgh. So do you know who Joe Namath is or not? Yeah, Joe Namath, quarterback for the Jets. That was his hometown. Joe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was from there. He had a brother Frank that had an insurance business there. So was it like a big town or yeah it was bigger than Marengo I don't know for sure what the population was I know it was like 8,000 10,000 they had dominoes yeah they're bigger than us Mr. Belvedere did you ever watch that show Bob Uecker so that I mean they they filmed it probably like in Hollywood but the you know the the town they said they were from was Beaver Falls Pennsylvania yeah huh what's your uh, favorite college memory oh man that was a long time ago (laughs) Favorite college memory? Nothing like sticks out to you. Should have probably asked this one like last week, so I had some time to think about it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'll come back to it if I come up with something. Okay, okay, I'll okay. kind of think about it. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite memory of Iowa Valley? Then is that one easier? Favorite memory of Iowa Valley? Yeah. I don't know. Probably teaching my kids, I suppose. Oh yeah. So it's just kind of a unique experience. I remember, you know, when you had that, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you don't know for sure how this is going to go, being the teacher and being the parent and having the kid. And, you know, you want to not, you know, show favoritism and, you know, things like that and treat them like any other kid and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it just, it's worked out. And I've, I don't know, I've had one of my kids in one of my classes for probably, I don't know, 12 years now maybe. It seems kind of weird. Jeez. Maybe not that long, I suppose. I mean, Probably not. I mean, I coached that when he was like in, you know, you know, baseball and stuff like that. So, but in some aspect, I had kids in the building anyway for at least 12 years here. So, huh. but yeah, so it's been kind of a neat, you know, experience. I mean, it's been kind of a, you know, our family. My wife teaches Spanish here and had her, all of her three kids, you know, go to, go to school here. So, yeah, I've always been kind of pretty. All that's about to change. Yeah, it is about to change. This yeah. This May. So. We out of here. <laughs> So, yeah, it'll be different. Yeah, sometimes I think I'm excited to graduate, and then I'm not. Like, then I'm excited for college, then I'm scared. Just so many mixed emotions. I don't know how to feel. feel I, like think I, be, I think you should be. I think you guys should be excited for college. I really yeah. do. So, so I mean, so Iowa Valley is, you know, is a great place, and it's, a, you know, I think we get good teachers here, and you get good education, and, you know, you're always, you know, welcome to, you know, come back. But I just think, you know, it's a, it's just a good, you know, it'll be different for you. It'll be good for you. You know, go yeah. someplace else, and. It's kind of that transition between, you know, 
uh, you know, gain your independence. You're not completely independent, you know, all the way, but you know, you're you're pretty close to that point. Yeah. And I just think it's a you know, college is a good time of, you know, growing and you know, searching and finding out what you want to do and what your passions are and who you want to be as a, as a person. So yeah, no, I'm excited for you guys that are graduating and, you know, for you guys, it's a little bit. I feel like I know you a little bit better because my yeah. my daughter's in your class, you know, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so but I am excited for you guys and see where you where you guys end up going. Silvers always says if we're not excited to leave, then they did something wrong. I don't know what he means by that. Know. Have so you ever heard him say that? No, but sometimes I am excited, and then sometimes I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. like after like a basketball or, or a sporting event, I'll be like, that was really fun. I, I'll miss that. Huh. But then, like, just like the schedule, yeah, being on your own, and mm-hmm. you have more free time. That seems but there'll be new things and new experiences, you know, yeah. that you'll you'll have out there. So yeah, no, I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. Oh, we were we were freshmen when COVID happened. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we got we uh we got the worst of it. Not really, but like I feel like that really impacted like our whole high school career because of our freshman year. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, you guys were in you know the end of your freshman year when that happened, and um, you know then the sophomore year was. Oh, that not was normal rough. at all. In that some was ways, rough. I don't know. Some years, I think you probably your sophomore year might have been worse than your freshman year. Yeah. Your freshman year, at least you had like, I don't know, three quarters of a school year that was normal, and your sophomore year was nothing at all normal. Yeah, and um, everyone says, at least here at Iowa Valley, sophomore year is like, might be the like the hardest one. Yeah, it probably is. You just have a lot of. And then we had that know, on top of that. Four classes. Yeah. That was a struggle. So, unless you seem more like normal, but it still yeah. was. It, it was still different. Weird. It wasn't, yeah. you know, quite normal. And well, like the block schedules are like because of COVID, so <clears throat> that's like something that changed because of that. But I think I like it better because whenever we have like all eight periods on Fridays, I just think, how did we ever do this? I know you did it like every day. You did all five yeah. days that way. So I could not do that. It just seems like, like oh, there's only forty-five minutes. Can't do much. Like, how did a teacher <laughs> teach in this amount of time? Yeah, how do we get everything done? I would, from my standpoint, I'd say you probably had less time to do schoolwork in class, you know? Yeah. I feel like I don't, I rarely have homework because I get it done in class because we have so much time. Unless it's like an essay or something. I'm not doing that during class. I can't focus. When it comes to papers and stuff, I'm usually a a night before it's due kind of guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm usually like a 15 minutes before it's due type of person. (laughs) <laughs> my mom is always not happy when I do that because I always had I always like don't even do it like on Sunday morning or like as soon as I get back from school it's like 10 o'clock I'm starting right starting it right <laughs> I was probably a little bit of a procrastinator too in high school it gets hard when like every single day you have something after school and then when you get home the last thing I want to do is homework I just want to do it on Sunday where I have nothing else to do yeah. Did your, like, yeah. study habits and stuff change in college, or did you kind of stick to the same? I would say they changed in, in college. I just, I mean, high school came pretty easy for me. I didn't really have to do a lot of studying, and, and you know, college is a different ball game. So, yeah, I had to do a lot more studying in college and kind of figure, you know, how that was all going to work out. And time management's a really big thing, too, how you're going to manage your time. They don't give you time in class to, you know, do your homework and stuff like that. No, obviously, you're not going to be in classes as much you've got breaks between classes and you just kind of kind of map out your day when you're going to get stuff done i don't know if it's one of the hardest majors so it was i mean 
my chemistry classes were a lot harder than my education classes, but yeah. I enjoyed the chemistry classes more than the education classes probably too. Did so. you know that's what you were going to do when you came out of high school? No, I didn't know for sure. I knew I wanted to do something in, you know, science and math. Thought a little bit about going in the engineering field and um, took some, you know, chemistry classes my freshman year and just really, really liked it and then decided to, you know, become a chemistry teacher. So, and here I am. Yeah. Yeah, so so you were in the same boat. You didn't know what to do. No, I didn't know exactly. I mean, I knew I, you yeah. know, like science and math. Yeah. And wanted to do something in that field. So, yeah, but I think teaching has been a good career. So I've enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah. I have like a general idea, just not like pinpoint. Yeah, like that's all right. Yeah, Garrett, mm. did I ask you if you know what you want to do, or did I ask? I asked you at college. Yeah, um, I'm thinking about being a teacher, mm-hmm. maybe in math or science, because that's just what I like. Yeah. Like walking into physics, I'm like, ah, let's go. It's physics time. Phi club. Phi club. Physics First it was is chem club. Fun. Now it's phi club. What happens in Fight Club stays in Fight Club. Mr. Mack, what's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, man, favorite movie of all time. <clears throat> Maybe I could give you a five. Five? That's good, five. too. Starting lineup of movies. Uh, Rocky. I like Rocky I a lot. I had a feeling that was going to be on there. Yeah. I mean, the first one. It's just a yeah. really uh, well-done movie, I think. Um, Star Wars, probably the first Star Wars movie. I was in elementary school when that came out, and that was kind of a you know was just that a like big huge. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, so I mean, it it just was just like I mean, the, when you watch it now, you think this wasn't you know very tech, technologically advanced, but at, for that time, it just really was. And um, at that time, I mean, there was no I mean no internet, no streaming services, none of that stuff. And basically, you know, at home you could get like, you know, three channels or four channels. You get NBC and CBS and ABC and then, you know, Channel 12, PBS. So, and you couldn't like, we didn't have like, you know, video recorders and stuff like that. So, you know, kind of going to the movies was kind of a big deal, yeah. But like Star Wars was like in, like in theaters for like over a year, like a lot of places. You know, like there'd be like a theater in Des Moines or Cedar Rapids. Still and instead of it being there for like, you know, like three weeks or eight weeks, it was there for like... 52 weeks plus, you know what I'm saying? Jeez. Because, um, I mean, that's just how big of a, you know, phenomenon it was. Hmm. So, I don't know, Cool Hand Luke, I like that movie. It's an old movie, Paul Newman. Um, I think it's a, it's a good one. Uh, Fletch, I don't know if you know Chevy Chase. Yeah. But, yeah. That's probably one of my favorite comedies. I heard Chevy Chase is like the real, like he's not a nice guy at all. I've heard that too, yeah. So, but he's funny. Yeah, so, he um, is funny. You know, so when I I'll watch his movies. I'll never meet him, so it doesn't so. really matter, but. Yeah. Curse's Vacation's a good one, too. Holiday season approaching here, so that's something I usually watch every year. But. I don't know if I got a favorite one, but maybe Rocky. That was the first one that kind of came to mind, I suppose, so. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever actually watched any of those movies all the way through. It seemed like bits and pieces. Like, my dad watching it, maybe, and I just, like, am there for five minutes and I leave. Yeah. That's usually what happens when he watches stuff. He watches, like, stuff about UFOs all the time. Jogdas? Yes. Yeah. And just random stuff. Or, like, history. I feel like more often I see him watching something because he's, like, learning about the randomest stuff rather than just, like, a normal movie. 
My dad watches a lot of documentaries and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. My dad loves a good documentary. Yeah, I think the older I get, and maybe I don't know if that's with everybody, but I find that too. I'd almost rather watch a documentary and watch a movie and learn something about something that really happened than, I don't know, binge watch something not very, I don't know, what to say. That's what he was watching like you. maybe two Sundays ago. The uh, thing I told you about, I don't remember what it's called. called. the Natural Disasters. Yeah, yeah. it's just four episodes. Mm-hmm. That's what he does, and he just... He'll be just sitting in the living room folding laundry or, like, doing something and then just watching that. One time I, I don't know if I've said this before, but one time I came home and the lights were all off and my dad is just sitting on the couch, like, and on our TV when you don't use the remote for a while, it, like, has a slide scroll of different, or a slide screen, mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. slideshow yeah. of different, like, landscapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there and he's like, just watching it. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, you seen this one before? And I'm like, that's not even a show. He goes, yeah, it is. I'm like, no. <laughs> and then I clicked the, like, the, like a button on the remote, and then it went to, like, the actual home screen. I, I was, like, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> he thought he was actually watching the show. That's pretty funny. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> picturing that, oh, my God. It was, like, all dark in there, and he's just sitting there, and he's like, <laughs> doing the Jackson nod. <laughs> The Jackson nod. Oh, I'm watching it in the middle of a Netflix documentary right now. It's called Where's My Jet? Back in the Is it about 90s. Had, no, it's about they had oh. these uh, Pepsi Cola. This was during the Cola Wars, you know, with Pepsi and Coke and stuff. And Pepsi came up with this, these, I don't know, Pepsi points that you could, you know, collect points and you could buy like shirts and hats and stuff like that. And they had a commercial for like 7 million Pepsi points. You could get a Harrier jet and this like young guy, 20-year-old guy, decided he wanted to get the Harrier jet and he, you know, met the qualifications. Then Pepsi said it was just a joke, so they're going through, like, the lawsuit of, you know, whether the guy's going to actually get the jet or not the jet, so. I was actually, sometimes I think about, you know, when you're watching Disney Channel and it's, like, the Danimals and then you could, like, win a free (coughs) sweepstakes. Yeah. Do people Mm -hmm. actually do that? Like, do people actually win? win stuff? Yeah. And, like, go on these vacations with these celebrities? I don't know. I feel like it's gotta be fake like, yeah i've never heard of anyone actually winning that i remember when i was a kid they had like it just it seemed like all the companies had like more contests you could like enter and you know win stuff and things like that i so feel like the internet's kind of ruined that because people know how to like bot stuff, stuff yeah. yeah i remember like kellogg's i think it was like a gosh i can't remember what it was it had some contest you could win like an atari or something like that and i you know, every year I enter and thought, I'm probably going to win the Atari this year, but I never did. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Hmm. Well, I think we're nearing the end of our class period because we have a limited amount of time. So thanks, Mr. Mech, yeah, for bet. joining us. Thanks for inviting me. This he has been fought through a cold for this. So, yeah, it's been <laughs> a good experience. So I've watched a lot of the, the, I don't know what you call these podcasts where yeah. you interview teachers and listen to them and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind of entertaining. You guys do a good job. Yeah, thanks. So if any of you guys are not following our social media, you should. Now. Yeah, and if you made it this far in the podcast, we've got to think of something for people to share so we know that they're true fans and they made it to this point. What should they say? Uh. They should say, like, physics is fun, but P-H-U-N. There because you go. physics is fun. Is that, is that a good one, you think? That's yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys, for listening. I guess we'll see you next time. Peace. See ya.